course. Yeah. It's your turn to start us off this week. Oh, all right. Oh, we're doing turns now? Well, you did it last week, sort of. Hmm. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm I'm really blanking. <laughs> um you should have told me <laughs> just no, should have told me before. <laughs> no, it's uh, fine, don't worry about it. Alright. Um Hello. Welcome to the <laughs> NNN podcast. With um I yeah. We've known each other for four years. What are our names for us? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you put me on to this, alright? With with my two friends, Kosak and Jernarby. <laughs> my two friends. Um, um, <laughs> looks at his hand where he wrote it down. His sweat smeared it all. <laughs> what are their names? Look, man, if you gave me at least a minute or something to prepare myself. Nah, it's good. It's cool. You did fine. <clears throat> but it could be better. Mm. Well, go ahead, go 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 again. Do it again. This oh, will be take the, two. this episode's topic. Take two. <laughs> oh my god. Hmm. All right, all right. Give me a second. Hmm. You've okay, already had okay. a second. You had a you had a, a first right, run. Look, through. just improve right. upon what you already did. You guys are just putting me on the spot. Die, take Leave a that long silence in. <laughs> oh, I'm keeping all this in. <laughs> I'm really, really, uh, really sounding like John Swan right now, or lack thereof. Hmm. The deafening silence. Well, um, we can just move on. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, 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 Look, no. I, all right, Finish hold it. on, look. I'll do I'll do the next opening and I'll be ready for it. All right. No, 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 no. Finish what you started. Oh my god! <laughs> Why you do this? Just, 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 just do it. <laughs> oh my! God. I can't. Yes, you can. <laughs> hey, hey, it's fine. He introduced <laughs> the podcast. He introduced the hosts. I don't think you introduced yourself, actually. What's your name? <laughs> oh, I, I did forget someone. <laughs> um, I am Focinder. You know what? You're, you're, you're one and only host. Um, <laughs> These guys are irrelevant. <laughs> why is your why is your your hosting voice a little like flamboyant? <laughs> I don't know. I am Focinder. Welcome to the NNN podcast. Like, you, like, I can get flamboyant. You get your awkward pauses in between each word. <laughs> that's what flamboyance is. I don't think that's what huh. flamboyance is. Mm, I, I think like that awkward I'm pauses have anything I'm to do with the English student here. <laughs> He's more knowledgeable about it. That's why you're Maybe. a student. Yeah. And what are you? The professor. <laughs> I don't see your degree. <laughs> All right, boys. I guess you're not very good at reading then. Hmm. You're good at English. <laughs> well, what are we here to talk about? We're here to talk about Pyra and Mithrigun and Smash. That's pretty cool. Isn't that, that pretty cool? What we're here to talk about? But yeah, that's what we're here to talk about. Pyra and Mithra are in Smash. 
I, I prepared so many like Dragon Ball Z topics. Though. And I cannot play my favorite video game in, anymore without getting horny. Wow. It's a thanks for it's oversharing. A, it's a it's a struggle. We all <laughs> we all know why they're in there. All right, Sakura, or yeah, that's his name, right? Yep. Oh no. <laughs> Look, he likes them for reasons. He does. He, he in the presentation he was like he had the figures of pyramithra and he's like pyramithra which one do you like more i'm more of a pyro guy myself <laughs> it, talking about combat ability of course i prefer pyro. and he said? looks at the action figure and he says as a fighter obviously he, that is what he said <laughs> it was really funny man's man, man of, of culture. culture yeah <laughs> um <laughs> it's just nah. great because he can just do that like i like this character for mm, certain reasons i'm just gonna put them <laughs> in my game <laughs> yeah um i like how i saw a meme about uh about how from brawl to smash 4 they made snake's ass flatter and from smash 4 to ultimate they made zero suit samus's boobs smaller but now now they've added huge titty anime girls <laughs> so what the fuck were those even for <laughs> look man they realize um people be horny all right yeah that's true i do be and you know sex sells <laughs> and by people i mean me <laughs> <laughs> Sakurai too. Yeah. It's like it's like when I was watching Dragon Ball Super with my roommates and we got to where Kefla is introduced. And I was like, now listen here. A portion of the Dragon Ball fan base, me included, goes very horny for Kefla. <laughs> is that what you've been rewatching? Dragon Ball Super or Dragon Ball Z? Super. The Tournament Super. of Power specifically. Oh, okay. That makes um, sense. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, well, Micah, you know, watched up through the Goku Black arc. Um, uh, and then he kind of stopped for a while. So, yeah, we've been rewatching. So, you know, we picked up with Tournament of Power, and we're almost done. So you're we'll- rewatching, he's experiencing for the first time. Yes. <laughs> What's he and Curtis has been watching here and there. But Curtis did start watching Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is in like Kid yeah Goku? yeah from the beginning. All right. So he's that is like so from like a different time. Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. Curtis is uh, having g- getting a very weird experience of. In his free time, he's watching Dragon Ball. And then with us, he's watching the Tournament of Power. Wow, it's such a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Things about, just like, keep forty years in between there. <laughs> Things just keep escalating. <laughs> That's really the best way to put it. Yeah, it's fine because he already had a gist of what goes on in between. Imagine, like, somehow not knowing about Dragon Ball Z, right? <laughs> at all, at all, right? Mm-hmm. And someone shows you a picture of Kid Goku in, like, the first episode of... Or rather, rather, someone just shows you the first episode of Dragon Ball. Right? They show you the first arc Let's yeah, see. yeah, and then and then like you just skip to the turn of the power arc. You skip this to the is where that kid movie. ends up. 
<laughs> then you show them the Broly movie. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, what? Isn't that crazy, though? That little kid crazy. becomes this, like, <laughs> like God-slaying being. I was like, talking, again, I was talking to them about how I think it's so cool that in Japan, particularly, Goku has become this icon of endless potential and hard work you know makes sense like when japan was going to do the 2020 olympics i believe i heard that goku was going to be the icon for it that makes sense because he's he's just this symbol of working hard and realizing your potential you know because he starts out like basically a farm boy (laughs) and then you find out he was actually from a race of beings where he was from the lowest class (laughs) yeah um, and now he's basically on track to being one of the strongest beings in the universe, you know? Yep, yep, yep. I mean, he's got to be with each new, like, with obviously with the angels, you know? Like, yeah. But, like, when Boo was around, when Boo was a thing, and then he beat Boo, that kind of just solidified him as the strongest person. <laughs> oh, totally. Um, And then they, you know, introduced the gods and everything, because, like, where, where do you go from there? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I mean, yeah, uh canonically well we don't actually know this because we don't know what's going on in the other four universes yeah but of the universes that participated in the tournament of power those eight universes goku is the second strongest mortal being oh yeah (laughs) you know actually third because broly is broly stronger than goku they had to be gogeta to beat him yeah but gogeta did kind of stomp him yeah, but they couldn't beat him alone. I guess that's fair. I mean, I was just yeah. thinking, like, with Ultra Instinct, you know? Like, Ultra he Instinct. He wouldn't yeah. Ultra Instinct. I don't know, you know? But then, I guess Goku's not technically capable of controlling that, at least not in the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if if he can't do it on his own, then I don't think that qualifies as... Like, he's not strong enough yet. What's crazy... Yes. What's, crack, <laughs> what's crazy about Broly is just the fact that, um, like... He was in his like base form for a lot of that. <laughs> he sure was. <laughs> uh, I hope he becomes included in like the anime. I don't think he did anything in the manga. I don't but... know. I'm not uh, caught up with the manga. I'm pretty sure it's he's a pretty not cool character. Um, I would yeah. love it if Broly was became like a main Z fighter again. Not again. I don't know. Why I said again, but like <laughs> again. <laughs> um, I remember when he did that in Z. Um, just because I like I like his redesign, not necessarily like aesthetically, but just like as a character, I like his more kind of gentle giant type thing. Yeah, that yeah. was like just kind of forced into fighting. He's kind of like he's kind of like um a reverse Goku. He's like Gohan, <laughs> you know, to some extent. Yeah, but more like manic and then yeah, and things. <laughs> Because um, I don't even know how much Broly likes fighting. He only ever fought out of necessity. I don't know. I'd have to... You know what? I'm going to rewatch that movie probably like next weekend. I'll report back on character analysis. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he grew up on a planet where it's like, all right, you fight or you die. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then he was just kind of used by his dad to do things. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't really know. I really like Broly and Chi-Li, though. That's nice. Yep, yep. Yeah. I also I like, like that, that old dude. I really, 
I want him to become like I, I want him to become like Bulma's assistant or something. I don't know. I just like him. <laughs> He's just around. Yeah, I mean, he feels like um, I don't know what he feels like. He feels like a character that is not going to serve a purpose going forward. Yeah, that is just gonna be around. Yeah, like <laughs> Oolong or Yajirobe or Yamcha. Or Yamcha. <laughs> Where has Yajirobe been? I don't. I have no idea. I don't think I've even seen him. Yeah, like, Oolong it just is around. To me that, yeah, because he just kind of lives at Kame House. Yeah. So you see him. <laughs> Yajirobe? I don't know. I feel like I can't like picture Yajirobe in the Dragon Ball Super style because I feel like I just haven't seen him in that style. And then you know, Launch? <laughs> like, when is Launch yeah, coming I mean, yeah, back? Launch is, Launch is not around. I would love if Launch came back and she was like, I've been training this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> stronger than Goku. <laughs> she's, strong, she's the next villain. <laughs> The Grand Priest takes off his mask and it was eat lunch. <laughs> I'm this back. This is my revenge you. for forgetting about me. <laughs> you know, I really, I would really like it if, in general, they could just bring back a lot of Z fighters into relevancy, um, such as like Piccolo and Tien. T- Tien, yeah. Tien. I would lo- those two specifically. I feel like Krillin has kind of reached a point where he's kind of fine. Like I like Krillin because I feel like he got his ending. Yeah, yeah. He's you know, a dad he's now. still yeah. He's, got, he's with eighteen, and he's being a good dad. You know? But like <laughs> seventeen was brought into relevancy, you know. Oh yeah, and seventeen is really cool. They, dude, I love seventeen. <laughs> Rewatching the Tournament of Power has just re-solidified that seventeen is like maybe, probably top five Dragon Ball characters for me. He's really funny. <laughs> he's really funny. I love how like. All the other universes, like, you know, treat him like a villain, so he goes along with their theatrics. Yeah. This <laughs> is like, fine then. I am Android 17, Destroyer of Worlds. Freaking, <laughs> 17 has always just been around, like, to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of been his character in the beginning. Like, they found 16, and 17 was immediately like, you want to go kill Goku? Okay, <laughs> sure. Let's go on a road sure. trip. <laughs> oh. Go kill the Goku. And I'll tell you what, I'm gonna get a little quiet because they're watching Dragon Ball Super in the other room. This whole time, Micah has been talking about how kind of sucks watching the tournament power and knowing that at the end of the day, it's just gonna come down to Goku and Jiren. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, because he has no <laughs> idea what's in store. <laughs> it's just. I love that everyone attacked him for not letting someone transform. That was so good. And then he's just like, oh, okay then. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he is great. I love 17. He's he's probably top three favorite characters. Let's be real, man. But yeah, I would love for 17 to be around. I'd love for 18, Piccolo, Tien. Yeah. All of them to kind of be, because you know. Tien is a cool character. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's really the characters who didn't give up fighting, you know? Yeah. Krillin, Gohan kind of had their endings, kind of, because, you know, they could still be brought in occasionally, but they're yeah. not on an endless quest for power. Piccolo, Piccolo's kinda... what the hell does Piccolo do all day? <laughs> Babysits. <laughs> yeah. Babysits. You're right. He's just around. 
Um, but he Piccolo especially like I feel like he has a lot of potential as a fighter. Yeah, like yeah. especially because he's so smart. Like he's like oh, one yeah. of the main characters. Since he's like weaker than everyone else, a lot of what he does is a lot of just kind of intelligence based. Yeah, you know. Um. Uh, and you know, Master Roshi, I wouldn't mind seeing a bit more of either. Yeah, like Master Roshi, you know, was kind of supposed to have his ending because, oh, he's the he's the teacher character, and yeah. his students are all grown up. But, but he's then actually they... still really capable. Surprisingly, <laughs> like, like there was that whole thing in the manga, wasn't it? Yeah, where he like, he <laughs> he, he, he like fought with Jiren for a bit. <laughs> yeah, just because he's like all skill, not a lot of power, but all skill. Yeah. Um. And you know what? This is gonna sound dumb. Um. The, the the concept won't sound dumb, but what made me think about it is gonna sound dumb. Playing Smash Bros. competitively <laughs> has made me really kind of resent anime's focus on power rather than skill. You get what I'm saying? Maybe. Like. Like. Smash Bros, right? I would not be able to take a single stock off of any top 20 player, you know? Unless they SD'd. Does that count? Yes, you're true. If ESAM SD's, then <laughs> I guess that counts. But um, you wouldn't be able to take a single stock off one if no like weird variables were present. Exactly. Be, not because they're like quote unquote stronger than me because they have the exact same tools I have but because they've spent so much time learning patterns and adaptation and being able to read your opponent and predict what they're going to do and the fact that I'm spending so much time in my life focusing on these things and thinking about how much that applies to actual fighting has made me think about man it's kind of unfortunate that like you know Jiren stands above everyone because he's stronger than them not because he's a not necessarily because he's a better fighter but he's stronger you know and and to beat him you don't learn more you, you get bigger key <laughs> yeah. and bigger muscles and new forms. Well, admittedly, Ultra Instinct kind of like nullifies that, right? Like, because that Ultra Instinct is all about uh, like skill, isn't it? Kind yeah. of. Like reaching I... a point where you can let your body kind of react. And you know you read things on your own and that type of mm. stuff, right? It's just yeah, it's yeah. Like in theory, it is. yeah. I feel I I think it still is more of a transformation than anything. Like I don't know, it's it's a weird in between. I'm not really because sure, I'm not even really sure what the power boost from Ultra Instinct is. Yeah, <laughs> you know? because a lot of what was so cool about it was just that Goku was just he was dodging. You know, he couldn't mm -hmm. be hit. <laughs> like, yeah, like in it, it's just like the. Um, 
the hair that confuses me. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's the hair. Why is the hair white? <laughs> I get the concept, you know? Yeah, it's based on a real, actual concept in martial arts. Yeah. Where you're so in tune with your own body and the nature of fighting that you don't think about... You don't have to think when you're fighting, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Remember is a strong term. I'm scrolling through my ultra uh, instinct. Internet history. Obviously. It's called ultra instinct. <laughs> I I really love if like with it if like um within the martial arts world ultra instinct really ruined that concept because now <laughs> that's what people started calling it. That would be very funny. They just die a little every time they hear it. <laughs> Like, there's this really old teacher, all right, that's been teaching this student. And the student says, finally, I've mastered Ultra Instinct. (laughs) You're expelled. (laughs) Ultra Instinct is is like, sounds like it should be a dumb name. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why it, like, sounds good, at least to me. But, like,. Putting the name, like putting Ultra next to Instinct just sounds... Oh, I agree. I I mean, I think it is (laughs) dumb. It's just... I I think it's more so like... um, I don't even know what I'd call it. It's just more... Like you hear one thing, like like Super Saiyan, and then hearing it be called anything else just sounds weird. That makes sense. You know, to me, it's Because that applies to many things. Like, I don't know, just insert whatever power and then like changing the words up a little bit even though they Mm -hmm. function like serve the same purpose like dark with um i don't know just a different word shadow yeah shadow (laughs) dark like swapping dark with shadow it's still technically the same thing but it just doesn't sound right because you're introduced to like Um. the dark one first (laughs) um Mm. to me it feels like like you know, drunken fist, right? Uh, I found like, that. Uh, yeah, go ahead, drunken fist. Drunken fist, like or it, I'm trying to. It gives me the same vibes as that, right? Like the I, especially like in the case of like Lee, like Rock Lee from like Naruto when he uses the drunken fist. All right. Yeah. I thought that scene was so cool. All right. I thought the fighting style was neat and it was funny, but also just really cool to see. Um, yeah. But it's also kind of dumb. He's drunk. He's actually drunk. And that's what what, uh, <laughs> what Ultra Instinct feels like to me. It feels like... um, It feels kind of dumb, but cool at the same time. Like, just the name itself. It gives off these kind of cool vibes, also kind of mm-hmm. silly. Because, you know... Okay, the name for the actual term is Mushin, which is... Um, uh, uh, when a person's mind is free from thoughts of anger, fear, or ego during combat, there's an absence of discursive thought and judgment, so the person is totally free to act and react towards an opponent without hesitation and without disturbance from such thoughts. At this point, a person relies not on what they think should be the next move, but what is their trained natural reaction, or what is felt intuitively. That's just really, it's a really cool concept. Yes. On a similar note, drunken fist, or drunken... Boxing, as the Wikipedia article calls it, is an actual thing. But the third image it throws out, the very first image it throws out, is Rockley. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, 
also this image of Naruto cosplayers redoing that scene. Oh, what? Because, sure. DM that to me later. I'll DM it to you right now. Uh, so yeah, no, 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 no. Back to the point. Uh, I really wish action shonens in general would get would have a bit more focus on skill rather than power. You know, that makes sense. It's yeah. got a lot more depth. As a con, conceptually, it has a lot more depth. Even you know, yeah, and it's a bit more like accurate to what makes actual fighting kind of cool, and what makes actual fighters really actual really good fighters really great you know yeah training and hard work exactly <laughs> but i'm hungry i should have eaten before you got on here i did yeah. i was at dinner with mike and curtis then you should have eaten more <laughs> i ate a hot dog and some pasta and some garlic bread and i had some pizza they, they, they they've started serving this pizza that's got macaroni and cheese on it that sounds awful uh, I don't why? Eater though, so I'm, that's probably just yeah. my my opinion. Probably doesn't matter. Here. <laughs> uh-huh. It's irrelevant. I remember when I was scrolling through my internet history, I saw something random that I wanted to comment on. You know, was it oh, Space Jam? It was not. <laughs> it um, was real quick uh, before we yeah, go on. Go on from this from this topic. Drunken Fist, you're not actually like, unlike <laughs> what Naruto seems to think, you're not supposed to be drunk. No, correct. <laughs> because that seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Your reaction just... speed would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it, it's, it's supposed to be like, isn't it more like um, what's the purpose of it? I mean, it's supposed <laughs> to mimic the movements of a drunken person, but I feel like I read somewhere that that was for the purpose of throwing people off as well. Y- yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, that makes sense. Can't predict someone who's, you know, just all over the place. Yeah. It's like, it's like a controlled type of chaos. Yeah. Many aspects of drunken boxing are specialized towards deception. Continuous bobbing and weaving and slipping feigned instability and lack of focus, uh, attacking from unusual angles and seemingly weak positions, sudden changes of momentum, compounding multiple attacks with the same limb, use of blind spots and visual distractions. It's actually changing, really cool. <laughs> changing game plans in mid-fight and employing concealed or improvised weapons. So yeah, it's just it, it's a lot of like concepts that really would fit into any fighting style. It's just that the union of all of them looks like a drunk person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's I really like that concept. I've always liked that idea. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> a lot of times, whenever I see it, like in anime or anywhere for that matter, you know, like any sort of media, uh, the person tends to actually be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think one time this might have been. I can't remember what movie this was. I think. Uh someone it was a person that carried around uh a bottle of like alcohol supposedly um and drank it a lot like yeah. when they were like fighting but th- there wasn't actually alcohol <laughs> in there <laughs> they were just pretending it was alcohol for the purpose of like people thinking they were drunk so that they could an easy fight <laughs> that like rings a bell 
but I have no idea one if my mind is just making up the idea that I've seen that or two if we're even thinking of the same thing yeah <laughs> I really don't know but that that's uh I remember it vaguely very very vaguely mm-hmm. anyway um, that's all yeah. I had to say on that no it's cool I wouldn't mind seeing more of it seems like a very hard fighting style to actually do yeah like do right you know yeah anybody can try and be unpredictable but like how is that gonna be how is fighting someone who's acting drunk and unpredictable different from just fighting someone who's not good at fighting and doesn't know what they're doing (laughs) Um, you gotta know what you're doing (laughs) yeah it's like there's a lot of controlled movements you know yeah (laughs) that you have to do that are also kind of sporadic it feels like (laughs) like especially the sudden changes in momentum you know yeah like and like while it is unpredictable the person that is doing it kind of has to like decide right you know what i mean like yeah. when they're when they're going to suddenly change their momentum in accordance with the situation, like you know, that sounds so yeah, hard. No, to like, I get it. No, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it'd be one of the harder fighting styles to actually use. You know, like, mm-hmm. you don't even like who even teaches drunken fist. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about an actual can drunk t- guy. <laughs> oh, I know a drunken fist master. He lives down the road in a box. Go, go, in a box. go to your lo- local bar. You'll find someone to teach. Wait, you. but Trust like, me. I just want, I want a place to take my kids to learn drunken fist. <laughs> okay, <laughs> your kids. <laughs> like, I just like the 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 image, right? Of a dojo, like, cause you know, you got you. Oh, my kids! I'm taking my kid to karate class. I'm taking my kid to uh, judo class. You know, all these things that that parents take their children to do. Yes, uh, just as like these little you know, hobbies and stuff that maybe their kids like. And I want one where you can teach your kid drunken fist, and that's the whole that's the whole point of it. <laughs> you should start out start start up your own your own school. All right. Well, first I'd have to find a school that teaches drunken fist. Yeah, <laughs> so all right. Look, learn it. Look, find one, and then you you make your own, and then spread. Okay, it. all right. Yeah, I'll do that. Become a drunken fist master. Yeah, man. <laughs> then you can just kick anyone's ass. <laughs> like I just really. Like actually imagine fighting someone <laughs> who knew drunken fist. Because <laughs> for anyone who hasn't experienced it, it's jarring. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's very jarring at first. Like, what the hell are you doing? And then all of a sudden, they're hitting you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd really um, love if there was like a street thug that used a drunken fist. <laughs> so you know, there's some guys approaching you, and you're like, oh shoot, I'm gonna get mugged. And oh shoot, they're drunk. But they're not actually drunk. <laughs> they're just employed. Drunk and pissed. This is Laird. <laughs> like, it's like just full on deception. Beat you up and take your wallet. They beat you up and as soon as you're beaten up, they like stop acting drunk. They're like, alright, so um you got like four hundred dollars in here? Plus would, a credit card? Alright, good haul. <laughs> would be even weirder 
is um, if they approach you completely normally, like the whole routine, give me your wallet, this and that, you know. Um, and then when you refuse, all of a sudden they're they're all wobbly and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> just like a sudden, like just misstep, like whoo, almost like they <laughs> fell over, and um, then they just start swinging. <laughs> I just like because you know, like it's already kind of like. Like I feel like it's weird when you run into someone. Now, I guess this doesn't happen normally, but like people who tend to pick fights, you know, stuff like that. Uh, like it'd be weird to run into someone who was very good at karate, you know, like just just randomly. Yeah. But just imagine running into someone that knows drunken fist. <laughs> like who? It feels like such an obscure fighting style. I don't even know where you'd find it. <laughs> like, yeah, because you don't really hear about it. There's like a Probably. movie in like 19, what was it? It says right there in the little picture, 1978, <laughs> you know? Probably in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's fair. It's probably where you'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to learn Drunken Fist now. Yeah. That seems like it really like hurt to do wrong. E- yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you can easily pull a muscle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just twist some. Ah. The guy Just that's done. mugging you, the drunken fist guy, he like throws out his back. <laughs> He's not <laughs> properly trained in drunken fist. <laughs> Feels like you kind of have to have like a certain body type for it too. But I don't know. What do you mean? Like I don't know. It just seems like um, like a lankier. Yeah, type lankier would than be more better. Muscular. Yeah. It makes sense. Like it, it, it's like it has a lot of like unique niches that you need to fill <laughs> to like get it right we've been talking about drunken fist for a while more specifically i have <laughs> uh, this is a good topic <laughs> like i feel like someone kind of bulky like me <laughs> you know yeah. would have a harder time with it yeah i and i'm just trying to figure out if that's legitimate or if that's just like bias towards the type of people i could easily picture or i've yeah. seen using it in films yeah. and such you know yeah it also seems like you'd really have to be limber yeah <laughs> like you got all like sorts of stuff. long arms and stuff so that might help you, you yeah, know? yeah 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 long legs and arms yeah it, i i feel like for sure i feel like i can say this with a bit of certainty is that you definitely would need to probably focus on a leaner physique rather than a bulkier one yeah right? i'd imagine to to be quick like obviously being fast is important in any martial art yeah but um when the whole point of this martial art is to be unpredictable and and you know wikipedia i have just learned uh when you're looking at the page for a martial art it has a little section where it says where it focuses on where it says what the focus of the martial art is you know mm-hmm. um and for Drunken Fist, it says feints and deception. You know? Yeah. So when the whole point is to misdirect your opponent, I feel like, yeah, being, like you said, lean, quick. Um, Even just the size probably helps, you know? If, if you're yeah. a smaller opponent, you're harder to, like, notice the subtle movements of. You yeah. know what I'm it's just a really, it's such an, is it obscure? Uh, I feel like everybody's familiar with the concept. Yeah, but like, 
like I said, I just can't. I don't know where you go to f- learn this. It seems like it seems like a practical fighting style, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know like where you go <laughs> to, <laughs> to find someone that that teaches something like this. I can't even imagine what the process of learning it is like. <laughs> I can't imagine the name helps with um bringing in customers, you know. <laughs> They have to I'm specify, sure. like, on the, the sign that alcohol is not actually involved. Yeah. It sounds like a joke, and parents don't want their kids signing up for that. <laughs> Maybe it needs some rebranding. Rebranding? What should they call it, then? I don't... <laughs> I don't know. Um, swaying fist. Swaying fist. <laughs> yeah. W- w- wobbly fist. That's mine. No, wobbly. 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 <laughs> The Wiggles. <laughs> the Wiggles. <laughs> I like that image. That the the people from the original Wiggles show <laughs> are the masters of the drunken fist. <laughs> the ancient masters. <laughs> they have like some really normal sounding names too, like Brad. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> Grandmaster Brad. <laughs> I really like that idea also. Of like it's almost kind of just the case in like any more recent martial arts, you know. Yeah. It's like this martial art was invented by uh, Frederick Jonathan Keith. <laughs> what? Keith. Keith. <laughs> Keith. I don't know. I'm having trouble coming up with random names. What's some? Some really like because I feel like it's really hard to come up with exceptionally normal sounding names. That well, I feel like there's like a like a like a a a, a balance. You know, I can say John Smith, but that's not funny. Yeah, I, yeah. Like it, it's gotta fit the 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 kind of the humor, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Michael Johnsonson. Michael John. Sven Svensson. Sven not- Svensson. <laughs> I really want to. Hold on. I'm a- Chris Christofferson. Chris Christoph. Chris Christoph. Christoph Christofferson. I know I'm going to make too much noise if I try and look this up. <laughs> but I really want to know I, like, where to go. Someone look this up whose keyboard doesn't make a lot of noise. I've got my phone, so it's fine. (laughs) Drunken Fist Dojo. Where could. Ooh, Reddit post. (laughs) Reddit post. (laughs) Yes, the kings. The god amongst men asking all the questions. Oh, man. This person says drunken boxing isn't a style. It's a series of forms found in different styles of Kung Fu. Someone said maybe move to China. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Like, I came here for the easier option. Does it even originate in China? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, like they said, Kung Fu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Like, just... Watch, watch, watch some YouTube videos. You'll figure this, it out. 
this guy says he has a online course in it for people who just want to check it out. And he links his URL, drunkenboxing.redjademartialarts.com. That doesn't seem very reputable. Like, an know. online what? course for drunken boxes. What else are you going to look, man? He says, other than my stuff, I know that Lee Sui Hung used, I uh, best that I'm, I'm sure, used to teach it in San Diego, I think, San seven Diego. years ago. <laughs> there is also Rondi Chen to look up and Troy Dunwood. That's Once again, Troy I'd like Dunwood. to state that that's a great <laughs> fake sounding name. I'm going to say that's a great <laughs> fake name. Um, again, this Reddit post is seven years old, so I don't know how uh, accurate it is. But I am curious if this guy's website is still up. So I will Everybody go check it out. Very popular <laughs> promotions from our very popular His website podcast. is not up anymore. Can we take Sad. a moment of silence for Red Jade Martial Arts? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that guy ever finished his course. His what? Is his course? You say he's taking course for it online from that. Website? Well, he said he made an online course. Oh, he made it. I didn't. I thought he was taking it. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. The the guy who replied said, "I do a full time training course each. Oh, I do a full time training course each summer from May to the end of July, where students come and train thirty five to forty hours a week." And that guy was named Neil Ripsky. So you <laughs> know what? I don't know why I thought you were just gonna stop at ripped. <laughs> Neil ripped. Neil ripped. <laughs> so there you go, Janarby. These are the names to look up if you want to learn it. Neil Ripsky, Lee Sui Hung, Rondi Chen, and Troy Dunwood. That's funny. There you go. Maybe people don't like to learn it because it probably looks pretty silly. <laughs> I don't imagine it looks this very cool. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. It it's a gamble. Because if you win using Drunken Fist, you can be like, ha, ha, ha. I'm a master of the Drunken Fist technique. And everyone's like, ooh, unique, you know? And if you uh, lose, you just look like an idiot. You look like a yeah. moron. <laughs> you... Yeah. Oh, my God. You just look like someone who really didn't know what they were doing. Or like someone who tried, not even like uh, tried to do junk and fist, but someone who like tried to do actual kung fu. Um, <laughs> it was really it's because people yeah. probably wouldn't even know what it looks like. Like, actually... <laughs> like they like they were trying to do some kung fu pose, just getting ready for the fight, but just completely failing at it. Like who here, not here, just in general, who in general, you know, would be familiar with what Drunken Fist looks like and would be able to point out and say, oh, he's doing, you know, he's, he's performing the Drunken Fist, you yeah. know, oh, <laughs> just yeah. like in a street fight <laughs> or something. No <laughs> one would know. They would just think, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> then you get, get knocked get out, just, just completely floored. And you end up on YouTube a few days later of chicken. No, you end up. Drunk guy gets beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I hope there's at least one clip somewhere on the internet of a of someone who everyone thought was drunk but actually was just trying to do drunken fist and failed miserably. <laughs> that I like that. <laughs> it's just it's. <laughs> but then, like, if you actually pull it off, you know, like you said, you look super cool. Like, whoa, he's got this super like 
like who, who, who super unique fighting style yeah you know yeah. and Eccentric. then if you're able to t- uh take the time to explain it you know it sounds even cooler and harder to master you know oh yeah there's like no in between here either you look like a fool or you look completely awesome exactly <laughs> it's a gamble <laughs> You gotta be, you gotta be confident in your skills, you like, know. Yeah, if, like you could do karate, you know, and exactly. still look good yeah. doing it, even if, if you lost. If <laughs> you you're know? like midway in karate, you know, you're like a green belt or something. If you end up in a fight, you're gonna be doing karate, you know. Yeah, and people will realize, oh, he's doing some type of karate or just karate. Yeah, you know? people will know that. <laughs> and know? I bet if you did kung fu or taekwondo or aikido. People would also say, oh, he's doing karate. (laughs) But but yeah, people would recognize it. So and and you'd still look decently, you know, knowledgeable, you know, (laughs) doing it. Exactly. Unlike drunken fist. (laughs) You know, it's just or maybe you would look knowledgeable. I don't know. Like we're just a bunch (laughs) of guys talking about a fighting style we don't understand. (laughs) Yeah. Like you guys are saying, all right, I still think either way you're probably going to look silly. <laughs> <laughs> but if you win, you'll win, you know? Yeah, you. if you win, at least you get... At least like, you get a chance to explain it. <laughs> yeah, and not look yeah. like a complete fool. Because <laughs> someone is bound to ask you, what the heck were you doing there? <laughs> you know? Why, let me tell you. <laughs> it was all deception. <laughs> <laughs> I deceived you, too. <laughs> you thought I was a fool. <laughs> you are the fool you really want to know my secret leans in close and whispers in the ear I have no idea what I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> I I panic severely <laughs> what you witnessed was me having a panic attack <laughs> I, I may have invented a new type of martial arts because it worked <laughs> It would be so. Funny. It works once. Time to profit yeah. off of it. Time to open a school. I remember yeah. what was this? There's this one martial art that was like, um, ah, what was it? It was in Bob's Burgers. Ah. <laughs> I, I saw it in Bob's Burger. It's a real thing, and I can't remember. Let's look up Bob's Burger. Bob's Burgers martial arts guy. I'm sure you'll you'll find it. it has a really weird name. Bob's Burgers, Martial Arts, Sexy Dance Fighting. That was what they called it. Um, that was what, what Tina called it, I think. <laughs> okay. It, couple of something. Couple, couple of something, rather. Oh, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Capoeira. Capira. Something like that. Capoeira. Yeah. Capoeira. <laughs> that sounds better, actually. Capoeira. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what it was. I've I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. The way they portray it in Bob's Burgers makes it look really silly. (laughs) Capoeira is an Afro-Brazilian martial art that combines elements of dance, acrobatics, and music. I can't fight without my music. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, whip out... uh, your jukebox right some guy is getting mugged and he's like hold on hold on hold on and he puts his jukebox down <laughs> jukebox not jukebox a boombox <laughs> he puts his boombox down <laughs> it inserts like a like a not a cd 
like an actual like tape. I don't know why I can't remember what you call those. Just a tape. Cassette? Cassette. A cassette tape in the thing. <laughs> and it's oh. Journey. Don't stop believing. He's like, okay, <laughs> I'm ready. Mug me if you can. <laughs> uh, supposedly Elena from Street Fighter uses it, though. Oh, yeah, 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 she does. It's got really weird movements. Girl. Yeah, Elena's got weird movements. Yeah. I can confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> she has a very weird movements. She is, she is, how tall is she? How tall is Elena? She know. is very tall, because she's, like, crouching, and she still looks really tall. <laughs> Elena Street, I've looked up more stuff on this episode than any other. <laughs> The Elena right. Street Fighter is a video game character. There she is. <laughs> She's. She's what? According to the wiki, six feet. There's no way. There's no way. That's that's us, basically. <laughs> that's close to us. She is so. I'd be taller than her. <laughs> that's not. There's no way that can be right. Why does the Street Fighter wiki have their bust waist and hip measurements? I don't. It's important. It's important. Elena. Like, you've seen their figures. The fans must know. Elena is uncommonly tall for a female, being 6 feet, 183 centimeters tall. She is currently the tallest female in the Street Fighter series. I just. How? There's no way. She looks so tall. She looks 7 feet. Yeah. Maybe it's her legs. Her legs take up most of her body, I feel like. And maybe that's it. Maybe. Maybe. I, like, I don't know. She just looks so tall. I, don't, I'm, I am with you on this. I don't. <laughs> that just doesn't seem tall enough to be a abnormally tall person. I knew a girl in eighth grade who was like 5'10". <laughs> you know it's people yeah it just doesn't it just doesn't i'm looking at pictures right now and this just doesn't seem right <laughs> maybe everyone well, else in that game is just short i mean they did say she's the tallest street fighter woman yeah that's fair i mean wow i looked up ryu with, uh... height and I got two things. I got this guy that is 6'2". I think he's a baseball player. <laughs> and then right next to that, I got actual Ryu. Like, it's... <laughs> like, you know how sometimes on your computer it shows, like, a side page, you know? Yeah, that yeah. It just shows a bit of the wiki, and then you also have the little one that pops up in the box. Yeah, the box is the baseball player, and the side one is Ryu. <laughs> Ryu is 5'9". Yes. So maybe it's just that I have a lot of, like... I mean, I, I, I was going to say, um, it could be that we're working with, uh, like, because, you know, Japanese American people tend to be shorter. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So they could just be working with, you know, yeah, but listen the typical here. heights they find. But they also have, like, a lot of characters yeah, from all the should... world. Yeah, you'd <laughs> think Street that would Fighter. be something they'd really keep in mind. Maybe? You I don't know. know. Like, that's kind of Street Fighter's whole gimmick, is you have characters from everywhere in the world. Like, there's Sagat, who's an absolute... How tall is Sagat? 
know. He's very Ken tall. Masters is 5'9 also. He's apparently 7'4". Seven, seven seven, Sagat, yep. Sagat is massive. <laughs> He's a big, big boy. guy. What did I call Ken? Yes, today. Kenjamin Masterful. That's his full name. I was making noise so I couldn't laugh. Otherwise, it was going to be really hard to <laughs> fix. But I was really struggling. <laughs> <laughs> that was such an awkward silence. <laughs> okay. I'll take that joke out if it was that bad. <laughs> no, I just I knew I couldn't laugh. Otherwise, <laughs> it was just going to be a pain. <laughs> um, uh. Well, yeah, you know, because she's taller than Bison. Uh, Elena is. Bison is 5'11". Bison is 5'. That's funny. You <laughs> think of him as this mammoth, but not even six foot manlet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Akuma's 5'10". So, you know. Akuma's 5'10". That's so, that's just funny. Like, 5'10 isn't short. No, it's not. I'm 5'10", you know? <laughs> but, um, oh, oh, also, he's apparently 60 to 80 years old. Huh. Yeah, I believe it. I knew he was old. I just thought maybe, like, 50s. <laughs> um, Didn't think he was a senior citizen. <laughs> so, you know, it might just be that a lot of the other characters in Street Fighter <laughs> are just not as tall as her. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the world. <laughs> but because obviously if you had a character that was like 5'8", but everyone else was like 5'3", <laughs> you know, they'd, they'd appear pretty tall. <laughs> this is true. It's all relative. How, how, how tall is Dan Hibiki? He's also 5'10". We have a lot of 5'10s. Or like 5'9", 5'10". Like... Jury is 5'5". Yeah. Five five. Jury seems a lot taller than she is. Yeah. It's a little less surprising, though. Yeah. I, once again, I think it has to be just really long legs. Yeah, it makes sense. For kicking. Yeah, for kicking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want an anime about... What, what's that art, What's that fighting style that just uses a lot of kicking and, like, knees? Is that... Kickboxing? Is that Muay Thai? Kickboxing? Muay Thai. I want I want an anime about kickboxing where the main character, his dream is to be a kickboxer, but he has really short legs. That's what I want. I think Muay Thai is very <laughs> feet paced. It is. It's it's like elbows, knees, and <laughs> I almost auto I'm like my brain autofilled toes. Yeah, sure that's not at all. Sure, sure that's the one part of the foot you're not supposed to kick with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just completely dislocated. That's not even the original thing. It's like shoulders, knees, and toes, isn't it? Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. Yeah. yeah. That somehow transitions really easily into what I was going to say because I remembered it from when I was looking at my internet browsing history. Was it's actually, this is stupid. Circle. I don't know if I want to talk about this. <laughs> this is a really dumb conversation. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking. 
Well, if you do do this, the whole episode comes full circle, and then we end on it. Okay. Um, because we were trying to figure out what your thing was, and then somehow we all got right, it. All right. <laughs> all right. When I was a kid and I went to summer camp, like a little kid, we had a, a children's song called Herman the Worm. Are you guys familiar with it? Not. Or Hermie the Worm? I, I, it was one of the two. And I randomly remembered it the other day, so I started looking up lyrics online. And it's about a worm who you meet occasionally, and he gets bigger each time, and you ask him what happened. And in the lyrics online, the first time he says it's because I ate a grape, and then he ate like an orange, or you get what I'm saying, bigger and bigger things. Or like I saw another version where he ate like an ant, and then a mouse, and then all the way up to a whale. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the gimmick of the song. When I was a kid and I learned this song, you asked Herman the Worm what he ate, and he listed off family members. What? He said, what? I ate my mother. This is the song you learned? This was the song I learned. Why? I never, I didn't question it as a kid because it was a silly song about a worm, and he spits them all up at the end. No mothers were harmed in the making of this song. But he's like, I've grown too big. I've changed my mind. <laughs> I could not find any sign on. I only dug onto like the first page of Google, but I couldn't find any sign of the version I learned, you know? Mm-hmm. Which probably means someone at that camp wrote it. Yeah. So, like, was that just a thing at that camp? Was that a was that a legitimate version that was more than just that camp? But you know, it's kind what of messed a mystery. up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that Why? was weird. Because that even <laughs> like it's one thing if it's just a version of the song that's like popular to some degree, right? Because that yeah. just means oh, when they were a kid, they were in that version. But this implies. That they wrote it, right? or, or someone near them might have written, written it for them to use, <laughs> for kids to sing. <laughs> Alternatively, yeah. someone just somehow terribly misheard the lyrics. Or someone's in divorce, maybe. <laughs> no. That's just, man, that's funny. That's so weird. Herman the Worm is a popular children's camp song filled with silly fun movements. Silly fun. Such as eating your mother or eating your father. (laughs) Yes. Um, So that's my story. That's a good place to end. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, we can't end yet. Oh, really? Why is that? Uh, We haven't hit our time yet. Really? Nope. Are you sure? I am sure. How long have we been going for Craig joined at eight at seven oh two, so we really? probably started at about eight oh five. Well, it's eight oh six for me. Yeah, but I'm gonna cut stuff out. Oh, so I always try and go over. So far as Space Jam, Space Quick Jam. Go. <laughs> so, yeah, Space Jam two got a teaser recently. Yeah. It was pretty. It's pretty cool. I remember watching the. Uh, Is it good? The, it. The teaser? The yeah. teaser? 
Like, does it look uh-huh. good? <laughs> um, from what I've seen, it looks it looks decent. It looks tip. It looks what you'd find in typical animation these days, like three D, like see like CGI in within the wor- real world. You know, I kind of wish they kept the two D style. I did too. Like, uh, just for the purposes of like, it's it's Space Jam too. <laughs> yeah, know? it was it was a, it was a style like a. Something unique. I'm not saying it was the prettiest to look at at times, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, considering it came out like what before 2000s, yeah, it, it looks good. For yeah, us. yeah it, it did. Really, Space Jam apparently was an awful movie. <laughs> Have you seen it recently? Uh, I haven't seen it recently. No, that's like it's. A it was the best thing movie. to me when I was a kid. I thought it was the best movie ever. I love that movie. Oh yeah. Um, I, I remember it just recently found out that it was it did very poorly. <laughs> I don't know about how it did. I can tell you, like, it's a fun movie. Yeah. It's not great, but it's fun, you know? Yeah, I remember it being very fun and having pretty, like, enjoying myself yeah. you know, with it when I was a kid. Who, who's um, in Space Jam 2? Uh like who's the person they're meeting? Who was it the first time again? Michael Jordan. Yeah, it, it's him. It's him again. Oh, it's him again. It's Michael Jordan again. Yep. It's like a reunion, I assume. Instead oh, of Michael dear. Jordan, it's Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> you got to say the whole thing. That's the guy's name, right? I hope I didn't. Michael B. Mess Jordan. That up. Yeah. The one that. What is the he played from in? Creed? Yes, that's his name, right? It's B. Jordan. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I would love if they did that. <laughs> the film just, is a sequel. Just start bringing a bunch of people with the name Michael Jordan in. <laughs> hold up, hold up. The film is a sequel to Space Jam and stars basketball player LeBron James. Huh? <laughs> I think I think you were wrong on that for us. Oops. Well, I didn't say it. Hold on. Um, I don't well know. As, as well as Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don Cheadle. I Let's know go. he's in that movie, <laughs> bro. I'm hype. Why? Why? Why, is, why did that? Why is that the thing that got you? <laughs> because it's Don Cheadle. Yeah, isn't he? How, how do Don you? Don Cheadle. <laughs> bro, <laughs> he's been like everywhere, but no one, no one can just recognize him. Don Cheadle. I recognize plays, the name. He's War Machine in the MCU. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, my God. but yeah, he's he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Um, who was it? LeBron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I thought I had heard that it was someone different, but I trusted Wait. you over me. Wait. So is I don't even know who was Wait. in the original. It was Michael Jordan in the original. It's LeBron James Michael in this one. Okay, okay. All right, I thought it was... I don't know, man. I was about to say. Isn't there... A, what's the whole thing with Lola Bunny? What do you mean? She's like... Oh, oh yeah. So people on like Twitter and social media and all that stuff are complaining that... Um, uh, they're complaining about Lola Bunny because a lot of her womanly bits got Smaller. dampened down. <laughs> dampened down. <laughs> dampened down. Apparently, Hans Zimmer 
did the music for or no no he's doing the music for space jam a new legacy that's very funny <laughs> at least that's what this says music by on zimmer and chris bowers um so if that's I... true <laughs> that's, that's pretty good <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you what people don't worry because all the porn drawn of Lola Bunny wasn't following her actual proportions in the first place. It doesn't got to oh, start yeah. now. Yeah, You'll um, get so your big titty rabbit. The, I think the funny thing is um, the two images that they're comparing of like the CGI like in the movie and like the image of the original, like this other image of like more based on the original, I'm pretty sure it's just, you know, fan art where the proportions are bigger <laughs> but they're treating it, it as if it was actually in the movie which it wasn't i Why can does it confirm it matter <laughs> i don't know man because <laughs> she's an icon all right yeah is she is she an icon <laughs> hold up i was just look, seeing this looks look yeah she she is the reason why a lot of people um felt a certain type of way wikipedia Lola Bunny, Reception and Legacy. Since her first appearance, Lola quickly became a fan favorite and an iconic character from the Looney Tunes oh. franchise. She has frequently been regarded as an animated sex symbol. Yeah. <laughs> In 2020, she was named the most attractive cartoon character across the world, based on global search volume per month. A lot of closet furries. All yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, look, it, it, it really made a lot of, um, like a... Like, I'm not a furry, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> I'd smash. Mm-hmm. A lot of people really like her, man. Yeah. I, just... I have no strong feelings. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but um, it is pretty funny to watch it unfold. Yeah. I don't know if I already said I did confirm Hans Zimmer is doing the music. Good. That's That's very good. I'm, I'm happy about that. Like, if I'm if I'm correct, right? He's like a legendary composer. <laughs> Hans Zimmer was named on the list of top 100 living geniuses published by the Daily Telegraph. Yeah, <laughs> so he did Lion King, Pirates of the Caribbean, and our stellar Gladiator, Inception, Dunkirk, Dark Knight. He has received four Grammy Awards, three Crass Crass. Classical BRIT awards. I don't know what those are. Two Golden Globes and an Academy Award. Like this guy is legendary, and he's doing the soundtrack hey, for Space, Space Jam, Jam Two. Jam 2. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I would love if Space Jam Two actually turned out to be a fantastic movie. <laughs> That'd be great. I hope so. If anything, it, it, it has fun fact to it. Like it's not a good movie objectively, oh, yeah. like speaking, but you know. You can still enjoy if you go in with the right mindset. So, All right, well. <laughs> thank you for sticking around. See you next time. Love you all. More than your mother? Eh, she caught up. She caught up? What about father? I don't want to talk about that. Oh. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye-bye. Chinarby. Chinarby. Oh, bye.